I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 321. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. It's amazing what can change in 90 days. Just look at the effects of COVID since March 2020. And, you know, I was saying that three months after. Now we're like, what, a year, a year and a half in now. The past year, I've had the pleasure of mentoring over 100 people in the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. And this year, I've got another uh, whole group of people that have just started and underway now. In fact, by the time you listen to this, we'll be well almost completed the mentoring for 2021. So if you're interested in 2022, go take a look at nz365guy.com forward slash mentoring uh, and see if you want to get involved. Anyhow, with that said and done, let's get on with the show. Hi everyone, my name is Christian and it's a pleasure to be here. So thank you so much for inviting me. I hope this session could be great for you and allowed me to present to me. Um, I am actually working on uh, different companies as cloud architect. So focus on Power Platform, um, be recognized as Microsoft MVP business applications. So it's a nice opportunity to know a lot of people in this uh, in this world. That is um, nice. So fantastic, fantastic. Good to have you on the show. Now, just as a bit of background, right? You're from Ecuador. You're a solution architect from Experience Digital. Now, isn't that an Australian company? Yep, yep. I'm working on that Australia company. So some people in that place uh, give me that chance and I take it. So it's a pleasure to to share with people in other countries. And Australia, it's um, like one day from my days. So when in Australia is in the day, here in my country, it's at night. So it's great. Nice. Nice. So you can work well. So I also see that you're a volunteer who coordinates delivery of donations to low-income children. You're on Twitter as Christian, is it underscore Abata? And you have a blog at christianabata.com. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Fantastic. Great to have you on the show, Christian. Listen, uh, you're the first person I've had on from Ecuador. How, how many other MVPs are in Ecuador? Um, I Just one. It's the first time that in this year uh, in Ecuador we have an MVP, so I'm very grateful to, and I'm honored to be the only one in in my country, and I am working to to give you the same chance that I have to convert or to be an MVP, because I I know a lot of people that has a lot of of skills in my country that I am sure they can contribute to the community, so. I am opening, uh, I think, this little um, way to my other uh, uh, friends, I think, or, or maybe people on Tech communities. If I was to visit Ecuador, 
What are the kind of key things that you would recommend I do if I visited? Oh, that's a nice question. Uh, see, my question, my, my country, it's a uh, little. So you can visit my country, all my country, uh, I think in five days because everything is near. Then uh, what I recommend you, it's uh, go first to Quito, that is the capital, and then you are going to find a lot of beautiful places like churches to, to visit. It's nice because uh, when you um, around uh, go to around Quito, you have the opportunity to uh, visit volcans and, and lagoons, so are great to see. And then you can continue visiting the coast. Uh, so uh, you are going to see a lot of places to enjoy with with the people in, in the coast. So it's my recommendation. It's go first to Quito. This is one. And another could be um, pre be prepared to the weather changes. Because uh, maybe in a day... You are going to um, uh, have cold, or maybe it's going to be really, really hot. So you 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 don't know when and where it's going to be hot in the morning or uh, cold in the night. So be prepared to that. Wow! Now, because you have so much coastal region, uh, do you have a lot of seafood? Or what's the main type of food dishes that you would recommend to eat? Oh, uh, sia! It's uh, I recommend you definitely because we have a lot of coast that you said, and the sia food it's really, really. Um, I forgot that word. Uh, by the way, I am not expert speaking in English. I am doing That's my fine. best here, <laughs> but uh, I'm not an expert in Spanish. <laughs> but Zia food is delicious, really delicious. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Now, I, I, I think I read somewhere or I saw somewhere that you have a lot of experience in uh, RPA, robotic process automation. Oh, yeah. Um, see, how, did, I, how did you get started with that? Yeah, that's an excellent question too because um, I was working uh, for to Microsoft like... Four years ago or five years ago, I started my, my career, my professional career. I, my first uh, workplace was, was Microsoft, so uh, as a technical evangelist. Then I decided to continue um, understanding how Microsoft works, and I started working on a partner. So in that partner, I was um, looking for something uh, new, And the thing that I found new, uh, not just Office, not just Word, Excel, um, PowerPoint, I, I saw that tool that was called Flow and then was another Power Apps. And I was curious about that. So I started my, my career uh, or I started to understand how these platforms work. And I tried to... Uh, implement this in a lot of companies here in Ecuador. So was a really, really big um, uh, deal, but I did it uh, well for all of the companies that I worked for. 
And so that was my beginning. And then I continue uh, reading or learning about all the platforms. I start in the community forum like one year ago. And I quickly become a super user. So uh, that was a nice experience because I had the opportunity to read a lot of cases around the world. So many people was asking about how to do this, how to do this or that. And was very um, comfortable to me to say, uh, hey, you can do this like uh, adding this section or adding another thing in, in the Power App component. So it was great. And this is my experience. So I understand the platform and in this moment I am getting my official certifications. Um, weeks ago I done my PL100. So it was a the really difficult exam I I told in my LinkedIn I posted like for me it was a really difficult exam but um, I think all of the people that wants to get that certification and um, mm, I don't know how to say this but the, you need to spend time learning so if you don't spend time learning it could be more difficult to pass that exam. So uh, that's my experience. Nice, nice. So um, I, I see that you spent the last three years with Cloud360. Um, and so that being an Ecuadorian company, is 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 there a lot of business in Ecuador? As in, is there a lot of, for example, business application consultants? Is there a lot of um, work opportunities there? Yeah, it's a good question, but... Unfortunately, I have to say that here in my country, that technologies are growing. So it's like um, now the companies understand the value of RPA, the technology of RPA. So now they are trying to uh, find for some uh, people that can understand how these tools work. So it's the beginning in my country. Uh, I had to really work hard with the companies that I told you, then try to show how this works, uh, how this tool works. And they said, oh, wow, these um, tools are really nice and helps uh, help us a lot. And this example, like a, an example of these companies and others see that they have an opportunity to improve their processes by taking Power Automate, for example. So, for my country, it's the beginning. Um, now I uh, I was seeing uh, more opportunities, but um, I was I had the opportunity to talk with consultants on Spain and other countries, uh, and I saw more um, more experience and more opportunities on the other countries. So they are in another level, maybe because um, they started to understand that tools, that Power Automate platform tools, uh, like two or three years ago, maybe when the, the, the tools started. Yeah. So so how did you uh, end up becoming an MVP? Who nominated you? How did that all come about for you? Oh, that person, it's a friend in this moment, a really good friend. It's Prashant Shukla. And... 
I have a, a, an history here. Like, um, see, when I was working on Microsoft, I, uh, I made some friends on Microsoft, and then uh, they know that I was working on that this kind of uh, platforms, and they decide uh, to nominate me once in two years ago. So that was my first nomination with a friend in a company by a Microsoft employee. But uh, I didn't understand well how MVPs works. So that was a nomination because I uh, I was always helping to Microsoft uh, by um, helping in consulting things like uh, Christian, you understand this? Could you help us? Yeah, I can. And that was the reason I get my first nomination. Um, that was a no because um, now I understand that an MVP needs to have more uh, skills like um, to share with the community. This was the first thing that I didn't did. So I started, uh, as I told you, um, sharing in the forum, in the community forum. And um, I get the nomination from Prashan from nowhere. So I was just sharing and sharing and asking and asking and solving questions in the community forum. And then in one day, just um, that I don't remember, but Prashant decides to uh, write me on LinkedIn. And he said, Christian, I think you deserve to be an MVP. And I said, okay, yeah, uh, I think um, I'm very grateful with you, but I received a no. Uh, but I don't know if I... I'm really prepared to that, but Prashant says, it's okay, Christian, I I saw you and I saw a lot of your responses and and he nominates me. So I continue in that way. So to get more impact in the community, I decided to record my questions and answers and decided to do it in Spanish in my channel. So like like a translation see um for power platform we don't see more uh spanish content and just english content and then i decided to translate the questions that the people uh doing the community forum to an spanish so i record a video i record another video and that's how my youtube channel starts and was really really good to see that a lot of people around the world in Spanish was looking for content. So um, last year, I received the response from Prashant like three or four months uh, later than the nomination. And I become MVP. So now I can say I'm really honored to be an MVP part of this big community. That's so awesome. I love that you're focused on the Spanish side of things because, you know, I talk with a, a range of people that English is their second language and they think they have to do everything in English or they have to be fluent in English. But of course, there's a massive community out there that would benefit from, 
you know, just like you've shown, questions, answers, uh, content topics, all done in their native language, in your case, Spanish. I, th- I think it's really smart that you're focused um, on that. And I mean, you know, I know there's um, a range of MVPs actually in Spain that, that um, I think they've got a conference coming up actually soon that is just only Spanish speaking all around Microsoft Biz App. So it's definitely a massively growing community, right? Spanish speaking uh, folks in the Biz App community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think the same. I think the same. It's a big, big community. And I hope I can continue sharing and learning from the MVPs on, and from the community uh, on Spanish and English too. Because as I told you, I saw a lot of really uh, nice cases and was like, okay, this is a difficult case. How we can resolve this? Uh, this kind of cases uh, allows me uh, to improve my skills too. I like it. How have you found? I see from the start of this year, you've you're you're now working for an Australian company. In fact, I think Prashant leads that team now, isn't it? In in Australia, um, how do you find working remotely? You know, full time. And I think you know we live in a world now that COVID is almost expects everybody to work remotely. So. How do you find it working, you know, in a totally, a country down the bottom of the world, in your case, um, you know, uh, quite away from Ecuador? How do you find working remote and still being able to fully engage on projects? Okay, how I found that? um, As a really big responsibility, because, um, see, uh, for all of us, we understand that COVID changes our reality. So to work remotely, it's a big opportunity and a big responsibility to me. Um, I found this like um, another goal that I want to achieve. So I am taking this work as the the chance to improve more my skills. So it's it's a good opportunity, and see, um, I am sure I can do it uh, as the best way that I I want. Yeah, how do you find like um, you know understanding what the client wants built and done? Uh, are you engaging directly with the client, or are you more having that work handed over to you to do? Um, I think it's uh, it's good to be handled with the client. It's better mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm I'm pleased to see. I as in I just actually had someone uh, before you on from Uruguay, um, and and they're working on remote projects as well. So it's 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 interesting how more and more as and when I say remote, totally different countries, other side of the world, that type of thing, and so. I think we're starting to see this become a lot more normal for a lot of people to work and you know remotely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and see, I am really curious about how um, Australia is. So uh, I'm working remotely, but I'm curious about uh, how it's Australia, and I'm planning to visit Australia too. But I, I hope this this thing can change, and the COVID maybe could be um i don't remember the word but it's like uh neutralize it by the Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 
I, when I used to work in Australia, um, I remember having an MVP that was based in Brazil and he came and actually he's still living in Australia. That's like six years later. He's, uh, he, uh, he moved with his wife from Brazil to Australia to carry on working, um, in biz apps. Do you think you might, uh, live in Australia at some point? Could be. I don't know. You see, life is really changed and could be, could be. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. I always like to wrap up uh, the show with a few random questions. Um, so let's see how these translate for you. Um, but are you ready for your random questions? Okay. Yeah. Okay. First one. Who had the most influence on you growing up? The most influence, I think, John Levski. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pity he's not with Microsoft anymore. I saw that he's in one of your, one of your videos. Next one. Who would you like to play if you were in a movie? Whoa. Um, I think with my wife. Nice. Nice. And the third one, the third one here is what are you looking forward to most in the next 10 years? Wow. That's a difficult question because, see, I'm the kind of people that uh, always take, um, uh, let me remember the word, like challenges. So I was thinking on grow in these technical skills. And then I want to change my country reality. So maybe to become a major or I don't know. That was, I was thinking on to be in the next 10 years. Sounds good. Sounds good. Christian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks to you to invite me and thank you to all of the people that is going to listen this this show. Um, I really uh, appreciate that this opportunity. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365Guy. Please like and subscribe in your favorite podcast player. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, see you next time.